Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Morning Dues. This is your girl, Ashley. Alex is here. And today we're going to have a, we have a very special guest. He goes by the name of John. And we met him originally in 2000 and I'm probably making this up, 10? <laughs> that sounds about right. 2014. 13 okay. or 14. Was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, you, might be right. you might be right. Yeah. Um, it seemed we, like it's not long ago, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where we worked um, at a nonprofit together, and that's where we initially started our relationship. So we kind of had, like, you know, it was like a cutesy, cutesy friendship. And then he moved to Washington, D.C., where he stopped being a friend and started becoming part of our family. So <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about all the good stuff, relationships, and... Um, upbringing family uh, yeah all right so let's go it's the morning the morning I wanted to start off with, uh, I think you, since knowing you, you had a, a new discovery upon oneself, uh, you stopped going by charm. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to, for you to dig in and talk about how that experience has uh, been for you. What was the reasoning behind it? And, you know, it's been a few years now. I think it's been about two years. Since, yeah. Uh, right. yeah, it's been about two years. Even I have to like, say your name differently from yeah. when I first met you so it's I have challenges with it sometimes but it's, it's your name I like that you know you, you switched your name to your authentic name so can you tell us what your name mean yeah um actually um my name I don't really know what it means I got, I got it in the <laughs> so my so the first part of my name means moon so uh -huh. is kind of the whole word moon in Khmer or Cambodian. Khmer is, I'm going to use Khmer a lot because that's kind of what we go by. And Bunmol is, so when I feel like is, I was just respecting my parents by not using my, my name or part of my real name because I got it in a dream or my parents got it in a dream. So my mom, we believe in, we're Buddhist and we believe in reincarnation. So my mom said that while we were in the refugee camp in Thailand, so I was conceived there, it was like in 84, and I came into her dream and I said, hi, I would like to be your son. And I used to be a really rich man. I was really prosperous, but I wanted to be born into a common family. And my name is- That's cool. So please don't change my name when I am born. Please name me Tamimol. So that's how I got my name. And I didn't know that. So you used time. to be rich. <laughs> yeah, this is like, this come is word. This is a word that my mom used in Khmer called Phong Sai. And I think it, they said that it means like vice president or president of like a company or something like that. So I was mm -hmm. like, a, I was a boss. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, and so like I wanted to live, know what it's like to live in a common life. And that kind of like is the story of my life. It's, like it's kind of like the underdog story. So um, that's how I got my name. And that's kind of sounds I, like the Blazers. <laughs> like you won a championship before you were born, before we were born. Yeah. And now you're just, you know, all you got now is Damon Lillard. So you're the <laughs> underdog. 
but you might win a championship here in the future, you know, which is, so which is like random. richness, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I like that analogy. And then, so the reason why I decided that, uh, so the reason why I decided to go by my name, because I was like, I'm, t- can I cuss? Can you cuss on me? Yeah. I cuss okay. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck this white supremacy, white fragility bullshit. Cause I had to make white people comfortable because I didn't want, I wanted them to feel comfortable by making it easier to say my name. So as a kid, I thought, I didn't know how to pronounce my name too. So my dad would pronounce my name in front of white people and said, Chan Bumoro. So somehow Chan Bumoro turned into Chan Bumoro. So in kindergarten, I guess you're like, trying to enunciate your words and you can't really enunciate your words. And so Chan Bumoro turned into Chom and then Chom became Chom for like, until I was 33. <laughs> and I was like, F this, I'm gonna, if white people can say hard Russian names, they can say my name too. Yeah. And so I started to reintroduce myself as Chan in October of 2018. Damn. And which was a pivotal year for me because it was the year um, that I was separated with my now ex-wife. Two years later. <laughs> <laughs> For us, like as a friend, it feels like uh, it just happened more recently than two years. Yeah. But when I think about your name, when you change your name, I, I remember that more easily. Like, it, I know that was two years ago, but when I think about separation, it just seems like it was kind of like a few months ago. Yeah. 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 It, so how long were um, you and your now ex-wife, how long were you guys together from the moment that you guys like started dating? Uh. It was September 2009 Okay. October 2018. Yeah. And so that's like basically him and I started officially dating in 2008. So when you like, I don't know how much, how deep you want to get into it, but how, (laughs) I'm not going to ask anything that I'm just going to make you too uncomfortable, but like him and I've been together for so long. And at this point, like we've, we're, you know, people be like Alex and Ashley, Ashley and Alex, when yeah. you first um, were separated, like how how was that in those, those initial first months? Because I know those have to be the hardest because people are like, "Hey, where's you know you were your uh, now ex wife at? <laughs> where's your ex wife? I need to um a cold name. We need to get a cold name because I'm not gonna be able to keep calling her ex. Uh, Jane, Sandy. Uh, Sandy. <laughs> Can we call her Sandy? <laughs> so you and Sandy, like th- those initial first months, like. How are you coping? How are you like able to, especially, I don't know how it is in the Asian community, but it feels like, um, like Asians stick together for a hell of a long time, regardless of what bullshit happens. Like they stay together. Yeah. Like, how was that? Like the reaction with your family and like, how did they take all that? Yeah, that's a good question. So when it happened, um, and we can get into this other part, but I just want to, this is important. I think kind of, I believe in like, things happen for a reason. So yeah. it was October uh, 12th. Mm-hmm. And we were, it was like that final stage in the last part. And I told her how I felt. And I told her that, you know, this is the, that, you know, I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was really hard. And, you know, we, it was tough. We were you know, both tears. And like the next morning, I went to the temple so I'm Buddhist, I went to the temple, just kind of clear my head, and I got an email, because I didn't have a job at this point, so I wasn't mm-hmm. working, I was supporting her, 
just kind of like emotionally and like doing all the household stuff. And I got a um, call back from the job from PBS. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, like the jo- and this job pays like close to six figures. So the most money that I ever made ever. Right. And, and then it's new. And then before that, I had this new dream of like wanting to be in the food entertainment business. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. So like, I was going to go back to Portland. I was going to move back because I didn't have really nothing here. Yeah. And so that was like one piece. And then kind of going through it during that month was challenging because I didn't really have like fam- like family, like close family, like in terms mm-hmm. of like my dad, my sister and all that. Right. They're, like I actually flew back maybe a week later to tell my family. It was just like something that I wanted to do. To tell mm-hmm. So I flew back. And I remember how hard it was. I like had a family meeting. And it's something that we don't do. Like, to be honest, like we're the type of family that we don't communicate with each other. Like when we have beef, the next thing we do is like, hey, do you want to eat? And that's like, yeah, there's no talking about it. Black families are the same way. So, <laughs> so you know how, you know how it is. Um, yeah. So I, you know, we gathered and we had talk. You know, they're asking me like, why, what's going on? And I kind of told them like the reasons. And one, one of the big things in our community that we teach our young people or young kids is respect and like don't ever disrespect people don't ever look down on people yeah and so that was a one of the main one of it one of the issues that we had in our relationship was like respect and looking down on each other or looking down like I felt like I was looking down on and mm-hmm. my mom was can like, you elaborate a little bit of why you felt that way yeah yeah so my family is a working class, mm-hmm. uh, working class, close to middle class. And uh, we grew up working poor. We grew up on Section 8 housing. So mm-hmm. her family came here and uh, her mom was a nurse. Her dad's a PhD professor in economics. So, and everyone like made six figures in the household or close to six figures. So that was like that, that, that dynamic already going in. Yeah. And so when you merge a two family together, and I, I'm the first one and only one in my family to like bachelor's degree and earn a master's degree. So I'm like already like achieved so much. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was never good enough, even though I. For her family. Yeah. Went okay. through all these obstacles to achieve this thing that was damn near impossible according to statistics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but in their family is like the norm yeah to like go to college and get a master's make this much money be secure yeah. like I think we talked about this a long time ago like man if we got a manufacturing job make $18 an hour we we lit we we right, good right. like <laughs> we good yeah. that was my family that was yeah. like how we grew up and that's where my my family now is we, they all work in manufacturing and I think that's why I felt you went, like from hood, you went from hood to Hollywood. Yeah. You got, like, <laughs> so like in, because we're Christian and what we say is like, don't get you're unequally yoked. Did it feel, do you, have you heard of that? That saying? Oh, unequally tell me, yoked? Yeah, tell me more. Huh? So uh, no, I, I heard of the term yoked, and, but not yeah. too. So basically yoked. it just means like, so it, biblically what it means is like when one person is, you know, Christian and the other person is not, you know, not supposed to get together, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people expand it to meaning like if you are like 
not like necessarily opposites attract, but like you guys are so far different um, on so many important things that you all get together. Republican and Democrats. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Be millionaire. Someone might be a dollar near. Like him and I, we would like we're opposite, right? I'm Uh more extroverted. He's more introverted. Uh Um, But we have this similar. We come from similar backgrounds. So when we achieve together, it's like how you, your family's like, hell yeah, you did it. I like it's so amazing. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's not like we're we're not the norm, you know. (laughs) So I could like. Do you feel like initially that you guys were that, or do you feel like love will conquer all, man? Oh, that's (laughs) that's a really good question. For me, I think it was a lot of real realization and self-discovery during the marriage and during myself like I was growing yeah. time like yeah. I was growing in each of my phase and not like I would never in a million years think I was gonna graduate like not in a million years but like I, I thought it was really low for me to graduate college like I didn't think I would do it okay. and then to even get a master's degree like that yeah. was like wow like crazy yeah. I can't believe I did it like I like I can still remember the feeling of, of of graduating and like, wow, dang, I like have a master's degree. Like, yeah, I, I'm I made it. I in this. Pinch myself. I killed this shit, <laughs> bro. Yeah. I didn't. I rem- I still remember like what it felt like to be the underdog and to like feel like people look like are always doubting you and always thinking like you can't do it and like you yeah. can't make. It. Like I I remember that feeling and so I think. Um, Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was your question. <laughs> it's all good. So, like, uh, my my question more did you guys so ever... has to do with the the lure. The lore. Like, oh, how yeah. did how did how did Sandy feel about you? She was like, okay, yeah. man, over yeah. here because uh, she it... was in med school, correct? When you guys met, oh, or... we got together. No. She was yeah. a journalist, I think. She was a journalist at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's she she she's a very accomplished person. So she was a a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Wow, then, I didn't know that. Yeah, and decided to go to medical school. <laughs> That's yeah. so random. Well, she, you know, it was a dying field. Like er, during that time, like the blogs was just starting to pop off. Oh. Uh, yeah, and then the, new, the print was like dying. And she was okay. a print news reporter. And um, so I met her on her last day as a journalist. And then, what? yeah, that's how we connected. Actually, I met her, at, I like to say, share the story. We, we met at an anti racist rally. In oh, interesting. Portland, Northeast Portland. Uh, Beaumont Middle School. I don't know if you know Beaumont. I went to Beaumont. <laughs> yeah. We ended up at the All these communities of color like there to like rally. So did you go to her? Or did she come up to you? Uh, it was actually a friend that introduced us because she was reporting at the time. And I was working uh, for her. Doing okay. advocacy work. And so we kind of connected. So if, if your story was better, do you think she would have stayed working with that company? Did she, did she interview you? No, no, no. Oh, no. She was just like there as a community. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. I, she was trying to catch a story too, a little bit. But um, but she was like her last month of work. She's like, that's this. I don't give a fuck. I just like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it a butt, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, and that's how we, that's kind of how we met. But it was kind of like, we didn't really have a connection then. It was more like business. And then mm-hmm. I got an email randomly like a month later to like this event. It was like a journalist event. I don't know why I was invited, but like, okay, let's do some cool people and connect. And so 
I ended up getting there like super early and I always know this. I'm like, I was super early all time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and no one was there yet. It was just her because she was like hosting it. And so we had this like impromptu like first, like a blind date kind of. It was like yeah. this connection and we were like talking and, and we hit it off. And yeah, it was just like, it was really interesting because now that I think about it, well, I was 24 at the time. And so we just, it was just so new and I mostly dated Cambodian girls, Khmer girls, mm-hmm. and she wasn't Cambodian. And so um, it, it was new, it was different, and it was just like exciting that we got to like, teach each other stuff. Because like, uh-huh. that was a part that was like, I, get, I guess that, the lore is like teaching each other like our culture. It was fresh and new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, down the line, I think it was just like, you can't really teach, there's so much you can teach, I think. In, in, yeah. this, in this sense and you know we got we kind of got old got resentful to the other things and just like weren't like seeing each other we weren't like kind to each other as we once were like just like all you know a lot of these different dynamics that started to happen so yeah yeah I, well <laughs> i'm trying to frame this next question to have it make sense yeah like almost in the middle of your relationship so when you first met she was a journalist i had no idea that's so dope um but she went off to med school and that's when you do you feel like there was sorry say that again she was a post-pack so she had to take science classes again okay applied to med school and then and then got in right do you feel because i just hear like this this stereotype in my head about like doctors and shit like that how they're kind of like the creme de la creme oh like you know when like i got my my, me a doctor right yeah um do you feel like there like there was a status change that may have gotten to her head i don't think so because like she like she had a lot of family members are doctors (laughs) yeah Uh, i think it was it was kind of normal um and yeah, I mean, it's. I think there's so much pressure in the community that she grew up in, where mm-hmm. it was always like, "What can you do next to be better?" It's like, yeah, it was like a shareholder in a corporation. Like, oh yeah, yeah. we we made like ten percent profit. We gotta make eleven percent, even though if you made nine percent profit, it's still good. You're still making money, but yeah, to them, you gotta even make more. So it's like always yeah, level like, up, level up, level up. But like at some point. Like you level, like there's no, there's no, you're starving yeah. for perfection that will never be reached, right? Yeah. And I think that's the community where she comes from is like, like that perfection is, and that's a thing that creates a, um, a disconnect between my community and where. Yeah. So. Do you think that was a cause of friction in your relationship? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh. Like, because I was like, it's like when is it when is it when is it gonna be enough? Like and right. then that's why I didn't feel enough. Right. I, I I was like shit, I got I got a master's degree and I'm like, <laughs> helping out and I'm doing I'm I got dimples. <laughs> <laughs> I got nice hair. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, I can do the Justin Bieber flip. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, and I can find a job whenever I want. Like but like I'm helping you get through and you know this, like residency. Yeah. He was cooking, cooking. Don't just say he was cooking because I cooked. He be cooking, I mean, cooking. I like I I was like I wouldn't say I was sacrificing because that's something I wanted to do. I want to support one hundred percent, and so I love it. I enjoy doing those things. But I think 
it comes to a point where you do so much for someone and when you don't feel like they appreciate you or take you for granted it's like I, and this comes into the dynamic of my how what I learned in my mm-hmm. house from my my mom and how she was treated by my dad like mm-hmm. and everyone we can get into that too like you know just start talking it's all good yeah uh, so so my dad so I grew up with two moms so not like lesbian but (laughs) (laughs) I know people like the clarification (laughs) my dad had two wives and a girlfriend on the side and they all knew each other yeah so that was a dynamic that I was born into I was it wasn't like oh I just came out no I was born into this And so my mom would allow this to happen. So she would allow my dad. My, and my mom is like the OG, like we call it like the first wife. Like in the in Khmer, it's like num- mom number one. Like you say mom number one, like little ten. So I just want to ask, she, she wasn't necessarily, she was tolerable of it. It's not necessarily something that she actually wanted. Is no. that what I'm getting? Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> okay. She, she just, she just like, and then she like tried so hard to make my dad love her. Like mm-hmm. she would, everything that I was doing for Elizabeth, exactly what mom was like cooking, cleaning, and like yeah. just allowing him to have a girlfriend, allowing him to have like another wife just for for her to feel loved, you know? Like, yeah. and, and um, you know, that was what I learned and thought what a relationship should be. It's like, mm-hmm. you do everything you can for that. Please person. this person. Yeah, who's that person while disregarding your own feelings? And I didn't think I knew I was, I didn't think I was doing that unknowingly. I was doing that unknowingly until yeah. I recognized it later on towards the end of our relationship. I was like, oh man, I'm doing all this stuff and like I still don't get recognized and appreciated. Like, yeah. why am I here? Why? Like, why? Why yeah. am I doing this to myself? Why am I killing myself yeah. to make this person happy when it doesn't seem like she's happy with who I am, you know? What? Because my mom talked about this when she was dating my dad. Um, when she finally was like, fuck this. I ain't doing this no more. Did you have that moment where you were just like, I'm, I'm fine. No, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> was, can you uh, reflect on that a little bit? Yeah. It was like our last, one of our, I think it was like our last, one of our last sessions in therapy. So we were in therapy, couples therapy, marriage counseling for like, I don't know, for like a couple of years. And That's a well, long we just time. Didn't, yeah, she didn't have time. So it was like, it was like during periods of when she had free time. So it wasn't like okay. three years or anything, but like during, because mm-hmm. we medical student, yeah. resident, you know, time was so hard. Um, so it was like one of our last sessions. And I remember this moment, like specifically, it was like my, like, that moment you said, uh, <laughs> wow. The fuck this moment. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that like, um, that like. You wasn't that rough at first? I didn't say it like that, but it was that. Yeah level yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm bad if I said it in my mind even as a... <laughs> okay you said it's a nom cool yeah okay yes. can we say that? <laughs> um, so I started a business this is, this is gonna relate I started a business in a lemongrass business seasoning business in, um May of 2017 I launched that business in August of 2017 so mm-hmm. within four months I got a logo I raised six thousand dollars I bought all the machines that I needed to to produce and manufacture it. You had a I little premiere launch party. Mm-hmm. I did a launch party, and I did this all from DC, and this was based in Oregon. Yeah. And so, and there's this is 
our session was in November 2017. So within like a few months of the launch party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, she revealed and said that I, like, well, see, she was like, I don't see you working hard enough. <laughs> yeah. You're not putting 100%. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay. I was like, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Like, I was appalled. Because I was like, I didn't know she thought that about me. She thought, she really, she literally was calling me lazy. Yeah. Like, like, and then I was like, wait. And then I, and then that's where I kind of defended myself. I was like, yo, you know what I'm doing? I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning the house. I'm doing all this stuff and paying the bills and making sure you're eating. Like, I, like, I literally make sure every morning, get up, make sure she has breakfast, make sure she has lunch, when she comes home, dinner is ready. Like, all this stuff. Like not just that but weren't you doing it for her residents too like you would bring food up there for them as yeah. well, like making sure yeah. good food this is a yeah. difference between like wasn't peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so she was she's she's vegan. restaurant quality she, like <laughs> i made vegan, i made vegan food i learned how to cook vegan food yeah uh, so so she when she said this she's like yeah, i don't see no i think she said something about like profits and stuff too i'm like oh my she sounded like a dad i was like oh crap and that like hurt me and then that um that was a tipping I, point at that, that point i felt like i was at like 80 i was at like 80 percent of like oh you know questioning our marriage mm-hmm. and having this is december 2000 november 2017 so it was like a, basically a year before our separation mm-hmm. and questioning all that and then when she said that i, I think it like dropped down to like 20 percent <laughs> that Damn. low i was just like wow like really i didn't like I do all this stuff and you still think of this me this way. And that's, that was my mind. That was what I was going through my mind. Mm-hmm. And I think what, whatever we try to do at that point, trying to fix her, I think that it's just kept popping into my mind. Yeah. And I think, that was, <laughs> down, I think that was like the real downfall of like our marriage. So. Real moment. <laughs> hit you another hard hitter. During this time, you said you don't mind, right? Yeah. Okay. So during this time, you guys were actively trying to have a baby as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he oh, forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were. All I can think of, I don't want to put any like any reasoning behind it, but was yeah. that like a like last ditch effort to be like, okay, we got to make this shit work. Yeah. Pop a, pop a baby out. <laughs> so, I was like, he said, I, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I, did. I I forgot like how hard it was for us because we were trying to have a kid. Yeah. It was her third year of medical school. So she yeah. was in residency, first year residency, going to her second year while all this was happening. So it took a while and it just happened. But yeah. uh, we were trying and and um, I was like, it's not a good idea because we were having problems and I don't think mm-hmm. it's good. But she was like, no, we'll work it out. It's okay. Like, I think she was like, I think she kind of had like, it's, it's too old. I don't know if it's like to a fault or to a, a, a her detriment or to her benefit, but she's the type of person like she's a strong willed person. Like she like she quit mm-hmm. journalism, go to medical school. Like yeah, you can tell that type of ambition. So she like believes like she could do anything. She can make anything work, you know. So, um, so I think that's what it was. Like that's what she believed in her heart that she could make that we could work through this and that we could like get through it. Together. even after you just possible like, is nothing mm, no it's okay <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but i think a lot of people do that in relationships 
having a kid will make this person stay or this will fix what we got going on. This will distract us from the real. We'll be able to move forward together. Like it's kind of like a forgiveness. Like we'll just forgive each other and then we'll yeah. move forward. I don't think, yeah. I think that's an, I think that happens a lot. It does I don't know if that was the case. I don't know if that was the case. I mean, yeah. she never admitted it, but yeah. But I just, I just kept telling her like, I don't think we should have to get out. And then I think later on she was like, that was a good idea. Like that, like when we were like kind of separated, and she was like, yeah, that was a good call that we. <laughs> <laughs> right. It would have been not good. So, been a lot messier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you guys got divorced officially this year. Yeah. And you said May. May, yep. I don't know what month we're in. Hashtag pandemic. September. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. September. <laughs> um, oh, dang. You went through a divorce during a freaking pandemic? Yeah. Like, did that make it harder in any way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Because I'm like, I was just feeling emotional and tumultuous in my state because for that I would say, like, from really from, like, May 2018 to August 2018, because we actually was trying to, like, get back together between mm-hmm. those October and March. Like, we were, like, trying to work when it out. When you guys first got separated, right? Yeah, we were trying yeah. to, like, kind of working out, but it didn't, didn't work. Well, after talking and, to you, you sounded like he was over it. <laughs> yeah, and so... Yeah, it was hard. Like I was going through all these mixed emotions of up and down, like feeling good. Yes, my chest feels relieved that I'm not in this place where I'm not happy no more. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy, but then I'm like, oh man, like did I just like I need something to do right now? <laughs> no, I, I felt like a failure. Like I felt like a failure because because of my marriage ended, and I was like the golden child in my family in my community. Mm-hmm. And, Oh, they look for me to like. Oh man, he's like so successful. He got it going on. He's married. Uh, yeah, everything. Yeah. Like I was like that. Had like that. Her like people always. What you're saying is you was that nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little swagger. Yeah, that swagger. <laughs> oh really? They did because they're like, they're like they knew. I think you know, other people's like what they call it public opinion. I think that plays a role in. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't. Yeah. I guess that uh, it's weird. Like I don't mind the pressure. Like I don't mind like repping for my people, repping for my community. Like. I, I, I take that on like full force, but I think me feeling like the golden child and like not having a good relationship because, like our other than that, like our relationship was like in terms of like we weren't bad to each other, but like, we weren't like we weren't like nasty to each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we weren't like cussing each other out or doing any of that stuff. Um, and so I think that also made it harder because like we're both nice people. And it just, you know, didn't work out. But, like, just being a community leader. Did it almost feel like you forgot why you separated? Like, you're like, we're nice. Is there a reason why we're not, you know, trying to work this out again? I think I I was feeling that way when we were separated and, like, living on my own and being on my Mm -hmm. own. Maybe I should get, like... Did you ever feel like I'm not going to reap the benefits of a doctor? Like she was just in, she was in school. What the hell is he trying? Look at maybe if, uh, maybe if I would have I would have waited how many eight more months she would have been yeah, working basically. full time. Yeah, could have just stuck it out eight more months. <laughs> Got that mutual oh, bank account, making a quarter million a year. <laughs> you can't buy happiness. Is that what you're saying? 
that you know. I definitely thought of it. I think that's where my feelings, my mixed emotions were going. It's like, yeah, she had another chance. Maybe you should do it again. Maybe like just back, like some like some days yes, some days no. So it was like it's, constant. It's battle. me, it's not you. Like, it was like that internal battle of like trying to, like I think I was also like, I kept blaming. I also blaming myself too. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't do this enough. I didn't do enough romantic dates. I didn't like. I was putting basically putting it on me to like save the marriage, and I was like, I should have done more. I still said that. I still was there. That. Was there any parts like from two thousand seven? Do you feel like there was? You should have exposed her to different sides of you, or is there ever a moment where you were like, "If I would just nip it, nipped it in the bud right then, we wouldn't have got this far." Oh, you mean like in the beginning? Yeah. yeah is love- there is there any changes you think could have happened in the beginning of your relationship, or is it? No, I think a- I was still I was still growing because I was that type of I was like uh, I don't know what analogy I can use, but I was just like a sponge trying to absorb everything to learn everything because i was still like well, i guess you were i was young like, so i can't imagine you really knowing who you were yeah. at that time no. yeah 24 yeah that's, that's young so she she kind of like some sense has more life experience because she, she's a little bit older a year and a half older but she moved out of the house when she was 18 and she mm-hmm. lived on when she was 18 i never lived on my own until really until i was like moved in with her which was like 27 so mm-hmm. i always living with my brother or my or my, or my sister or my mom you know like oh, it was, I was always living with them some family yeah some family and so I didn't get to explore myself in terms of what I wanted to do my passions or I didn't believe I could do it I think that was it I didn't believe in myself until I think I was 30 mm-hmm. um, five years ago I remember I was at I was working for the organization that we were we already met, and there was a um, meeting that I was a part of, actually for my community. It was like celebrating our New Year's. And this white guy was like being a dick, and he was being racist in our in the meeting. And he was, and then I I, I kind of like I was the only one that stood up for him. I kicked mm-hmm. him out of the group, and that made me like, oh shit, I got. I got I got this power. Like, I, like, I got the power. The I, no, I was like, I was like, I'm like, oh shit, I'm the shit. Like, I can yeah. do, I can do, I can do things. I can make things mm-hmm. happen. You know, and I think that moment was the start of me being more confident. Like, I don't think I was that confident when I was with Elizabeth. Like, oh wow, this person likes me. And she's like, you know, some, when someone when you're not confident, and someone likes you. It's like you, you feel like. Oh, okay. You want to try to do everything that, but rather than you liking yourself first and yeah. feeling like I wasn't even feeling myself like that. So you know what I call that? Well, you still recognize that pretty early on because I still know people who uh, I call that well into their forties who still call that like the themselves. catch. <laughs> call that the catch. <laughs> I like to recognize myself as a catch in our relationship. So when you recognize yourself as a catch, and I'm not a catch. You know, it could be two catches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta recognize yourself as you know. Oh, you're right. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't recognize myself. Even though I thought I was a good person and like all that, but I didn't have that confidence to believe that I could do things and follow my dreams, basically. Right. And that was so cliche, like, oh, you know, you believe, you can do whatever you want. You might. <laughs> I, I came from a background where you know, I saw so many, tra- so many trauma, so many yeah. bad violence and things like that, that that was just never a possibility. So yeah. when when I 
figured out that I don't have to use violence to be successful and <laughs> use my words, that was like a pivotal moment, you know? Yeah. So then, then that's just like the doors just opened up. I just kept growing and growing and growing and more. I think what happened was I grew and grew so much confidence that when you realize you're in a situation where it's not good for your health and mental health, mm-hmm. then your confidence is telling you why you're here. You can do better, you know? Yeah. I think that's what happened. You know better, you can do better. So, yeah. better, I think better. that's also intimidating for an alpha woman too, which I would describe her as. Yeah. Um, she, because I'm, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know me. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, luckily, like, <laughs> I really be trying to form these questions so it don't sound crazy as hell. Not, not. This is not questions. It's more of a statement. Yeah. That can be intimidating when you are yeah. used to being dominant and then you go, oh, shit. Well, they also yeah. have the same sort of qualities I have. They may have been suppressed at some point, but now yeah. they exist yeah. in the atmosphere. Yeah. That makes me feel some type of way. And yeah. I think acknowledging that um, being an alpha female, yeah. I know how that goes because there's certain things that like when I first met Alex, being an extrovert, you just like that. And then meeting Alex and him having this very dominant type of personality, like, but being introverted, it was weird. Cause you like, I I describe it. Like I used to call him a dick. I'm like, yo bro, you were the biggest dick. I I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) But A lot of it just has to do with like his dominant personality. He, this is what I am like, and you're going to take it or leave it. And I decided to take it. But at the same time I was like, bruh, like you just gonna have to loosen up a little bit, (laughs) you know? Um, and but th- that doesn't work out for everybody yeah, for for right. women like me sometimes it doesn't like when you used to being like you like you said she went from being a journalist to now i'm a doctor i could do whatever the fuck i want when i want to i got my own money got my own coins fuck what you mean you know what i mean um yeah. my sister has a, you know, felicia has the same type of problem like you know she likes people no longer than three and a half seconds and it's kind of like when i meet my match i'm like i don't know about this one yeah. <laughs> I think you're right because like a I car crash. she she yeah. was used to, used to me like kind of bending over like yeah over to her every need yeah uh, everything like <laughs> literally everything you know yeah. most things ninety percent yeah. and when we started to not do those things I think that kind of like well she wasn't used to it right yeah. so, sounds like well, you, you were like a an assistant instead of a partner like yeah. you know when you go into business with each other so it's a partnership yeah. yeah when you are enter someone else's business and kind of an associate. Yeah. So that might've been something, something that yeah. could happen. Yeah. We didn't have that strong partnership mentality because yeah. we kept questioning each other's moves um, a lot. Like, yeah. And that created a lot of resentment between both of us. Like I'm not perfect. I'm afraid. I know I did these things too, where I didn't support her in what she was telling. I didn't validate her feelings as well. I know mm-hmm. I did, Cause I was just, we just both frustrated and mad at each other. Um, yeah. And I remember she did say like, oh yeah, you should have, you should have been more aggressive telling me that you, you in this way. Damned if you do, I, damned I, if you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, I'm the type of person I am. It's, I don't want to, I don't say, I, I don't know. I remember you listening to your, your podcast and saying like, you guys try, you try to argue with Alex, but he's like super calm. Like, yeah. he's just, he doesn't want to argue. You're like mm-hmm. that's me. Like I don't. I like, can't picture you arguing. I I've seen you. I've probably seen you mad once or twice, but like not. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't yell. I don't like. Yeah. No, I just kind of state my facts and I just like 
hold kind of hold like all my emotions in in terms of like yeah. kind of be calm. I and, think yeah. to be and fair I think that's, though, like with us, we don't argue, but the words are still said. Yeah. And if the words are not said, then there there can be no growth. So do were the words not said? Or are you just you know? I, in this sense, in this in in the in this example, I did say, like, I'm questioning our relationship. I think we should, you know, do something about it. You know. Yeah. Uh, so that was, and she didn't. I guess she didn't work. She didn't think that was like, she, like she didn't okay. work. I think that's. I mean, I spoke to this about a lot of my friends. Like, man, if I heard my husband say that, I'd be like a little worried. <laughs> like, yeah. That, <laughs> that's you know we're gonna break up or on the verge but I think she didn't realize how she didn't realize how the what is the word I don't know the word is like the level the gravity of the situation I guess okay realize the gravity of the situation based well, on my tone of my, my voice I think that has a lot a lot to do with um there's certain women who can't acknowledge when they are wrong <laughs> I used to be one of them. Um, I'm, I used to be one of them. Um, acknowledging when you fucked up, it's a lot easier to pin the blame on somebody else. <laughs> and when you pin the blame on somebody else, you feel you can sleep at night. Period. Yeah. You can, you, there's no room for you to grow because I'm perfect. <laughs> And that's I still got we all we both still got room to grow in that areas. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I'm always right. No, I agree. Yeah. She I think, think she's right. But you, I've been getting you agree better. that he's always right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not no, I'm just joking. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the biggest areas I'm growing in. Yeah. Like not saying stuff so quick and just letting stuff go a little bit longer before yeah. I snap and then realize that it wasn't even an issue at all or I was wrong. So that for me is just being slower to react what? to things. You admit that you're wrong about some things. Just being slow, <laughs> slower to react sometimes helps. Like being a non, like I will argue with people I don't like, but like yeah. people that I care Same. about, I, I'm slower to do that. Yeah. So it do, that's the one thing that does help me in a relationship is like, okay, let me just slow down a little bit before I say something that I don't mean or hurt somebody's feelings because I was used to be a lot easier with just. <laughs> And then hurt your now, <laughs> now I know that um, this is something that I know I should have done better as. And can you point it out? Like communication, like I did communicate about like the gravity of the situation in my own words, but I didn't communicate. There's like other instances, like other little microaggressions that happened yes. that I had to go. Mm-hmm. And I should have voiced it more. I should, yeah. Like if she didn't know that bothered me, then how is she going to know to fix it? Or like to like, no. that's a that's a confidence thing though so it's like you, you know 20 20 a time or was it retro retro vision time, 2020 retrospect. 2020 whatever you know what the fuck i'm trying to say like <laughs> you grew into this you know this new person this this yeah. full of confidence and stuff yeah when you don't have confidence you're not going to be like hey that's kind of dumb yeah, don't do right. that again <laughs> <laughs> so. i think it goes all the way back from kindergarten like just knowing yourself knowing your name knowing like your purpose in life like knowing yeah. why you were here and then you let a community of people change that name and that narrative for yeah. you so now what i want to the reason i started with this because now you are like you reinvented reinvented yourself 
you're, you're still the same person, but you have yeah. a lot of different characteristics that you're adding to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like a combo meal now. You're not just a burger. You come with, you come with fries. <laughs> so corny. I got everything. Come with a, you come <laughs> with a toy, a little happy meal, you know? So where are uh, you at now? Like, are you dating? Oh. Is Sandy dating? What's are going on? <laughs> are you up and down 82nd Street? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did some online dating, and it's, it's a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I've never done it before. Asian and, women? Huh? Asian women? Black women? Oh, actually, I get a lot of black women. <laughs> tell, her about the, uh, tell her about the Asian Asian men, black women. What's oh, yeah. There's a thing. There's a community and, uh, on YouTube that I found like 10 years ago called AMBW or BWAM. Okay. Asian men, black women or black women. Because you never really see those couples often in media or like beside your it's the whole, whole thing. Do you watch, what is that on YouTube? The Maze Family? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know about it. I know that. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm in there. But no, like, yeah, I get, I get um, majority, when, when I was in D.C., um, a lot of the swipes I would get were from black women. Because, I think also because of, like, D.C. has a lot of, compared to Portland. Has a, has a lot of black women <laughs> <laughs> that will um, help your odds yes <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah I, I talked and yeah i talked to and connected but like nothing nothing serious how important is it for you to find a cambodian woman is that like you have a yeah, soft, a soft I've, spot in your heart yeah i talked I, i've thought about it long and hard about like okay and i guess right now in my in where i'm at in my life I want to focus on my new career, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a little bit, and video, video production and filmmaking. And, but I'm still like healing from relationships and mm-hmm. knowing myself. Like I know myself. Like right now, I don't have a lot of emotional capacity to be in a relationship, to to care and be for someone. Because if I'm not, if I don't love myself truly, then I can't really love someone else. Right. And I'm still working on that. I'm still working on like like building that self-love like you know you are good you're good enough you 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 know i think i'm still holding on to my marriage to be honest if i'm mm-hmm. being like i'm still holding on and then do you that. have to compare everyone to this to this to yeah the... compare or just like it's like oh man i fucked up or like why did i do that like just beating myself up over things that already happened like yeah i know i shouldn't do that but i'm doing it still like even you sound like a virgo Taurus, <laughs> Taurus, <laughs> on the cusp of the air. I'm Aries slash Taurus. I was on twentieth. So. You know, all of, like the people who mean the most to me are all Tauruses or Pisces. That's so weird. Really? Yeah, all of them. And it's actually my compatibility. You guys are my compatibility signs, Tauruses and Pisces. And I didn't realize oh, that all you guys <laughs> were fucking Tauruses <laughs> and Pisces. But yeah, what no, I think that's what. um that's why I'm keep I'm holding on. I don't know why I'm doing it. That's something I'm working on. Like trying. That's to- why we're doing a podcast. It's gonna it's gonna be a funeral for the relationship. We're just gonna oh close. Gosh, we're just gonna close a, close a casket. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So that's something. Um, I think that's what uh, that's something I need to be okay with. Is just be okay with what happened and learn from it. And just I don't hold on to it as much as I was when I was in DC. Because mm-hmm. when I was in DC, I think. Cause she was still there. She's still living in DC. I think that like was part of it. 
just being in DC. So now that I'm in Portland, um, it's not, it doesn't hurt as much. It's, I have my family, I, I live with my sister and my nephew. So uh, we're like there, I'm actually becoming friends with my nephew, which is crazy because I like changing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> and so we and then we have like a lot of like relationship conversations so that's weird too mm-hmm. like i didn't have a relationship because he just went through a breakup and uh yeah so it was just some, something when i the moment that i drove like i remember when i was driving from dc to portland the moment i hit like i-84 like close like, to i'm home Falls, bitch <laughs> yeah close to the mono Falls, i'm like i am home yes like i was like, like not like awesome feeling yeah. yeah, I know that feeling because I've had that feeling every time we drive back yeah. as soon as you cross into like for me it's a hood river as soon as I get yeah. into hood river I'm like oh yes yeah look at those gray skies <laughs> I'm home <laughs> I'm home <laughs> <laughs> all right so what are you into now what are you what life update yeah Business, um jobs right now, what are we doing yeah so right now I am starting uh so me and me and my nephew Colby uh mm-hmm. we're starting this uh, YouTube channel together where we're going to do like funny like uncle nephew things so mm-hmm. have this idea to do uh reaction videos because he's like ah, I like reaction videos all my people that I know do reaction videos That's okay funny. I'll do it with you so we're going to do this idea we're going to do like we're going to create like this content where we our theme is that we're competing against each other in some sense and we have mm-hmm. like a platform. But we have different things that we're competing against. So mm-hmm. one thing is uh, the reaction videos that we're gonna do is we're gonna add a level of competition where he's gonna show me videos, music videos from his generation. I'm gonna show music videos from my generation, and we have like a point system where we're both gonna rate each other's. Uh, I already know so. who's gonna win. I mean, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who you got on your list? You got anybody up there on the list that you're gonna show? Uh, we're we're working on like um, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, all the con- like everything. Yeah, we're working on it. I can't show, I can't share it with you right now, but you, know, <laughs> <laughs> but, you don't got a, you don't got one or two people you can tell us. You gonna you might show artists. Uh, I think for him, I mean, he doesn't know. Big no, pun, for you, for you. Oh yeah, big pun. Yeah. Um, okay. So like things like that. So showing him, show him my. <laughs> and then uh, just bars. Just yeah. bars. Um, and then we're gonna do this uh, thing called recreate where we're going to uh, pick a food chain place and try to recreate the food and cook it. And then we're going to have my sister do an actual blind taste test (laughs) and see if you can tell the difference. Oh, so you're going to try to murder your sister. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? You know, I put it down. You know that. Uh, Well, I know that you can cook, but your nephew, I don't know. Are you and your nephew (laughs) going to work together and create this, or is it going to be you or them? competition so he's gonna oh my god gonna see, we're gonna see who gets the it's the he know. might get you with the grilled cheese <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs> um and then we're gonna do um some generational stuff too where like i'll show pictures of like a vcr like does he know what that is <laughs> and we'll see like like i don't know if you've seen the game show from uh what's his name jimmy kibble where like they have nba players and they have like show them oh, yeah the different generations so we're gonna do like if we know each other's generation, we're gonna do like a little like little, mm-hmm. little game on that. So just like some fun stuff um, for that channel. We're also quality time. Yeah, quality time. No, for you real. call it. I'm still thinking of a name, so let me know. I know Ash is good at that. 
something something quality time. <laughs> yeah, um, what you call it? Something quality time. No, it sounds 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 terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm just talking. Okay, so other things that we got. Some other things that I got in the works is um, I have a. I know um, we had a show, me and Alex, but because of COVID, we can't really have parties like that, like that, <laughs> like that um, or in public. Yeah. <laughs> or could we be a, put a spin on it? And that's exactly what um, we do. So I have this show concept where it's called 30 Days, uh, where I do something, a challenge for 30 days for myself. I'm going to record it for the whole year. So I'm going to have like about 12 challenges, maybe 10. And, <laughs> Give or take. Uh, well, the first one is a, a body transformation. So I'm, gonna, mm -hmm. I'm work, right now I'm doing the insanity workout, which is crazy. I'm on day eight. Day eight? Yeah. No, day, day nine, actually. So I Did you work out, out today? Not yet. Not yet. Um, so I worked out for uh, six days already out of, out of eight days that I was supposed to work out. So one, no, actually seven out of, seven out of eight days. So like one rest day. Um, and it's been good. Like I, I lost like five pounds in a week. So Dang. you know, something. Those abs I coming through. My diet has been like dramatically changed. I was eating like, I was like, because I was gonna do this like a month ago. I told myself so. I was like eating like whatever I want. Mm -hmm. I food down. <laughs> uh, and um, so yeah, I'm doing that. And then I'm gonna do like different topics. That I'm thinking of doing is like, I always wanted to like. <laughs> I think it's going. I want to always do like rap, like be a better rapper. So like try to rap on beat, you know, like do that. I <laughs> know, like I can't rap. Okay, blue face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't rap. That's that so funny. And I was gonna. Like, but you dance. love rap. That's the funny part. I do love rap, but I just don't. I don't know beat. I can't. My voice, no rhythm on my voice. You know. Um, I was gonna do some dances. Like I was gonna teach myself like different dance styles and like do like choreography. Like these are things that I always wanted to do. Um, so, like, I'm going to show, like, the progression of, like, my growth between, like, the first day to the 30th day. I seen you dance. You know what this sounds like? Um, the MTV show, I think it was called Made, mm. where, like, um, they were a contestant. They yeah. Out? And they're like, I want to be a pop star, right? And oh, so yeah. 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 Learn choreography and shit. And yeah. they make a music video at the end, or if you want to be a yeah. basketball player. I think whatever. this is your true self because I think. Towards your end of your relationship, you started doing stuff like this. I remember when experimenting. Yeah, I remember yeah. when he did uh, the comedy, and you went on yeah, yeah, yeah. five minute, five minute sketch. <laughs> yeah, that was fine. I, I did it. I remember she's I like, "Are you sure you're gonna do this?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was there, like, "Man, just let him, just let him live it." Listen, yeah, I said I was gonna do it, but I didn't do it. So the part of the show is the concept that I'm bringing to the show that I feel like it's making my own spin. It's like, is about uh, my growth and my healing. So it's, it's yeah. gonna be like the healing. It's gonna, Focusing on healing. So I'm going to do like yeah. mental health stuff too, where I'm talking about not just like uh, weight loss, but like mental health, spiritual health, like trying mm -hmm. to like just, just going deep into that. Because I know I have some issues with, with my, um, one of the, I know one of my root issues is going all the way to my, like my dad is one of my root issues. So like mm -hmm. having to confront those issues is something like I'm working on. And maybe I might, I maybe cap, I might capture it on camera. We'll see. Like, I don't know. If I'm ready for that. But, um, but yeah, so like I have that in the works. Um, what else do I have? I have like different different shows I do. I'm working on animation right now. Like I, me and Kobe, are like learning how to do animation. So mm -hmm. kind of like. You should just wait and do that 30 day with that. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. You can create Actually. after 30 days. Yeah. Um, what we want to do is while we're doing that on the side in terms of like those fun side projects is build this video production company where we can start doing like promotional videos for people either through like live Make music videos for my dad, yeah. according yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either promotional videos, like live promotional videos or animation promotional videos where we can start charging people. And that's where we can like, yo, we can set up this financially where we're doing what we love, but we actually can make a little bit of money while we're doing yeah. kind of some other side projects. And then we can bring the money in and then we can still like do our filming. Like I just, that's a dream right there. Like that's something that I want to, to do and, eventually quit my job and, and not have a full, not have an actual like nine to five way of working for somebody where yeah that's where goals just, <laughs> yeah goals yeah so, are you um are you still working at the job that you had in yeah, dc yeah. uh it's it's uh my last day is gonna be in october of thir- october 30th so then i you know get unemployment yeah <laughs> Man, somebody put me on employment, please. <laughs> I've been waiting for him. Like somebody laid me off for a little bit. Like, <laughs> I've been working for two and a half minutes. And I'm already done. <laughs> they can't pay you So <laughs> where we live, the cost of living is so cheap, don't even matter. <laughs> but keep but, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm up to now. Sorry to interrupt. I know you had a question, but I wanted to Me? Yeah. No, I didn't have a question. Okay, I thought you were No. Still playing tennis? No, I haven't played tennis in a while. Me and Kobe played to play some tennis. I wanted to talk about like the Asian black community um, topic, but I feel like that is a part tour that we should come back and do this in like a week because that could be its own topic and that could go on for a little bit, especially with the, the current, you know, atmosphere. Yeah, that's the only reason why I didn't want to do it, but I do want to talk about it because I found it interesting. I, um, I really think that's interesting. I really think that's important, just yeah. because we, we know each other really well and we're close. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good conversation that we can honestly have with each other. And I know that there's a lot of things out there that have been divisive yeah. between communities mm-hmm. uh, that I've seen, and so I think it'd be cool to good. To talk yeah. Are you voting for Trump this year? <laughs> I seen your ballot four years ago. <laughs> I know what you did four years ago. Yeah, you know I did do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him, y'all. That's nah. <laughs> he's saying no, you know I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we put that out there. Don't we? That's what I'm just know. playing. I'm just I'm just playing. Um, but that'd be that'd be good. I think that'd be uh, something to. But I I'll, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on your podcast. You guys, you all are amazing, beautiful people. And I feel honored. I feel honored to be uh, the first non-black person on this. <laughs> I, do. I do. I love y'all. I love y'all. I miss we y'all. Love you too. So you are our last guest. Yeah, you'll be our last guest for season. On season one. Thank you so much for joining us. And again, um, where, can, where can the people reach you at? All right. Uh, follow me right now at Sue Family Recipes. S-O-U Family recipes with an s facebook instagram youtube all righty what's your black planet uh profile <laughs> name <laughs> yeah. wake up. it's the morning morning <laughs> it's the morning the morning show <laughs> 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 <laughs>